0: If you have your Bibles, uh, probably for the first time in your life on a Thanksgiving Sunday, you can turn to the Book of Jonah, chapter two, verses one through ten. I know this is Turkey season, but we're going to probably we're going to be talking about a fish. Uh, Jonah chapter two, one through ten, and um, I know our Jonah in the back has put up the New American Standard, so just leave that. Uh, but uh, I grabbed the wrong Bible this morning, not that you can have the wrong Bible, but the wrong version to go along with the um, the screen. Jonah 2 1 through10. Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God from inside the fish. I called to the Lord in my distress and he answered me. He cried out, I cried out for help in the belly of Sheol. You heard my voice. You threw me into the depths, into the heart of the seas, and the current overcame me. All your breakers and your billows swept over me. But I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I will look once more toward your holy temple. The waters engulfed me up to the neck. The watery depths overcame me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. I sank to the foundations of the mountains, the earth, with its prison bars closed behind me forever. But you raised my life from the pit, Lord my God. As my life was fading away, I remembered Yahweh. My prayer came to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless idols forsake faithful love, but as for me, I will sacrifice to you with a voice of thanksgiving. I will fulfill what I have vowed. Salvation is from the Lord. Then the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. So that may the word continue to uh, made the Lord. Excuse me. Continue to bless the reading of His word as we look to some things that we can be thankful for, even when we're in a dark place. That's the uh, scripture that I want to look at, and I want to uh, help you to see that this morning I'm I'm looking at Thanksgiving. From a dark place. Jonah was in a dark place. Uh, Before I I, we get to the scripture, there is a story I want to share with you. uh, A little Thanksgiving um, joke that I think you'll enjoy. A man in Chicago calls his son in New York the day before Thanksgiving and says, I hate to ruin your day, but I have to tell you that your mother and I are divorcing. Forty-five years of misery is enough. Pop. "'What are you talking about?' the son screams. "'We can't stand the sight of each other any longer,' the father says. "'We're sick of each other, and I'm sick of talking about this. "'So you call your sister in Dallas and tell her.'" Frantic, the son calls his sister, who explodes on the phone. "'They're not getting divorced. If I can do anything about it, I'll take care of this.'" She calls Chicago immediately and screams at her father, "'You are not getting divorced.'" Don't do a single thing until I get there. I'm calling my brother back, and we're both going to be there tomorrow. Until then, don't do a thing. Do you hear me? And she hangs up. The old man hung up the phone, and he smiled and looked at his wife and said, They're coming for Thanksgiving, and they're paying their own way. If you look at Jonah chapter 2, you realize uh, that, that Jonah is literally neck deep into things that he would rather not be in. Sometimes during this time of the year, I'm very well aware that this is a very hard time for people. Thanksgiving, Christmas, it can be the, as the song says, it can be the happiest time of the year or it can be one of the hardest times of the year. And I think that when we look to Jonah's prayer, there are a few things that I would remind you of. First of all, it's where he prayed. Look at verse 1. Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from inside the fish. Now, I'm not here this morning to do a debate on was it a whale or was it a fish. Uh, That doesn't matter right now. What matters is that uh, Jonah is in a place that he'd rather not be in. Maybe you have found yourself there. Not in the belly of a whale or a fish, but you have found yourself in a dark place. In fact, on down through the verses, Jonah even says that this is like hell. He calls it Sheol, the grave, the pit. Uh, So I want to remind you today that if you feel like you're in a dark place, God can hear you. Verse 2, I called to the Lord in my distress, and he answered me. Friends, it doesn't matter how low you are, whether you're in the belly of a fish or if you're in a deep, dark state, God can still rescue you. He still hears you. He's still there. David wrote in the Psalms that no matter where I go, the spirit i can't get away from your spirit almost as if he's saying even if i tried to get away lord i can't whether i make my bed uh, in in the pit of the grave or wherever i am you're there friends wherever you are you're not alone this this thanksgiving if you're surrounded by family or if because you want to be or if you're surrounded by by family and you don't want to be god is there I know there's families like that. Don't, don't laugh. I know. Look at what he says. While I'm, I'm in this deep, dark place, you heard my voice. There's no voice small or loud, too loud or too small for God to hear. Whether you whisper or you shout, he hears you. We can be thankful this morning. You know, there's a, uh, I have it somewhere laying on the pew. There's a prayer list. We don't don't chant these names to nobody. We are praying, and when we lift up these people, God hears. There are people in here right now. God has answered your prayers, and he continues to be there. Please understand, Thanksgiving from a dark place means no matter where you are, God hears you. Look at verse 4. But I said, I have been banished. Excuse me. I have been banished from your sight. Yet I will look once more toward your holy temple. Now again, the first verse reminds us Jonah is in the belly of a fish. He's in a dark place. He can't see his God's temple. He's not in Jerusalem. But what he's saying here is that I will focus on the goodness of God. When we're in a dark place, literally, figuratively, emotionally, mentally, whatever, we can still focus on the goodness of God. When we look around today at our world, we understand that it is chaotic, that it is uh, so anti-Christian it's not even funny anymore. Everything is seems to be against us as people of faith, And so we have to sometimes proactively look towards God's holy temple, and to understand that no matter where what we see, you know, when Jonah's in the belly of the fish, uh, you know, I don't know what he sees. I don't, you know, I don't want to know. But what he's saying is, no matter where I am, no matter what season I'm in, no matter what state I find myself, I will look once more. Toward your holy temple i will focus on the goodness of god i will i will fix my eyes to to the promise of god now verse 5 reminds us as we like to say you ever been neck deep into something you ever just felt overwhelmed you ever just you know and here's the thing you can be overwhelmed by good things you can be, you, can, you know, you can, uh, there's several of you, or a few of you, or a few, a few of our families who have new babies. I guess all babies are new, right? New additions to their house. You can be overwhelmed by that. It's a wonderful blessing, it's good, but you can be overwhelmed. I asked someone in the back who, who has a new sister, I said, does she sleep? And she said, no. You can be overwhelmed. You can feel like uh, the waters are engulfing you right now. He said, the watery depths overcame me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. You know, that's he's using great language and probably, literally, to explain his situation. But for us, we understand that there's times in life when we want to do everything but be grateful. We want to to complain and we want to get into a a state of misery and say, look around, everything is just so overwhelming. And maybe it is. But Jonah is showing us today that in in the darkest of situations, we can still give thanks. Now look what he says, but you raised my life from the pit. As my life was fading away, I remembered Yahweh. My prayer came to you, to your holy temple. Now, I don't know if you realize this, Jesus uses Jonah as a reminder that as Jonah was literally in the belly of a fish and spit out, so too Jesus will be put in the belly of the earth for three days and will rise again. And he reminds uh, the disciples that Friends, there are times when we're between death and resurrection. When the season that we're in is dark, we must focus on God's light. That's what Jonah is saying. He's saying, "When I look around, it's dark in here. Uh, there's seaweed. The the waters are engulfing me. Uh, you know, you you can you can write out your own um, poem about." Somebody even said it stinks. Sometimes life stinks, right? You know, consider this. uh, When we see life in this way, what we have to understand is God is saying, focus on me during this time. Focus on the goodness of God. Turn your face, so to speak, to my temple. Because, friends, Jonah's little situation with the fish is a great reminder that in life, sometimes we feel like we've been swallowed up. Sometimes we think there's no escape. We feel like everything is just just going downhill. And yet Jonah's chapter two of Jonah reminds us that when we think it's the end, it's not. Focus on what God tells us. Now look at what he says in verse seven. My prayer came to you. Where was Jonah? He was in the the sea. He he was in the belly of a fish, and yet God heard him in the depths. When you're in the depths of your darkness, your prayer will come to God. Verse 8, Jonah says, You know what? If you're clinging today to worthless idols, if you're clinging, clinging to something that is not of God, you're not going to have hope. You know, that's a message that we often don't want to say to people. There's hope in Christ. Amen? That's why you're here. You have hope in God. The other side of that, though, is we need to make sure that people know if you're placing your hope in anything else, you don't have hope. And that's why you need God. And so Jonah is saying, you know, if if, if there's any of you out there that are clinging to Uh, things that are worthless that you're you're not going to make it but he says as for me I will sacrifice to you with a voice of thanksgiving friends sometimes that's what we do sometimes thanksgiving has to happen by faith sometimes gratitude has to happen by faith sometimes A voice of thanksgiving is a sacrifice to God. I'm reminded of um, the the, the verse of Scripture that says that while the the vineyards didn't grow, the crops didn't come up, but yet I will still praise your name. Sometimes, friends, we live between uh, this didn't go well, but I'm still going to praise you. Friends, if if God gave us everything we wanted and he answered every prayer that we wanted uh, answered the way we wanted it answered, we wouldn't be grateful. Gratefulness is when we don't always get what we want, but we can still see the goodness of God in our life. When we choose to remember the blessings of God. No matter what your uh, no matter your situation this morning, Jonah reminds us that sometimes thanksgiving is a sacrifice to God to say, you know what, Lord, in spite of all the other things, in spite of what I'm going through right now, in spite of of this loss or in spite of this uh, tragedy, even I will give. I will sacrifice to you with a voice of thanksgiving. I will fulfill what I have vowed. Salvation is from the Lord. Jonah reminds us um, another thing that we can be grateful for is that our eternal salvation is from God. No matter what we go through. Paul said that the, the earthly uh, situation that we're going through cannot compare. With the riches in eternity that we will have with Jesus. And so this morning, I would remind you that we can be thankful. We can be thankful that no matter where you call out to God from in your distress, God will answer. Even when you are neck deep in trouble, when you are neck deep in bills and and the finances aren't going the way you want them, or a million different things are going on, you can still say, you know what? Uh, The Lord, you raised my life from the pit, and as my life was fading away, my prayer came to you. You know, it's kind of interesting when you read chapter 2, it ends with saying that the Lord commanded the fish, and it spit Jonah on the dry land. I can't help but think that maybe during this time of darkness, this time of solitude, while Jonah was in darkness, actually... A light came to him. That you know what, God, you truly are my salvation. I will do what you ask me to do. Remember why he's in this situation, right? Uh, you know he ran from God. The the thing that we often forget about Jonah, and we kind of make him out to be uh, this person that it was you know mean or whatever. He was going to Nineveh. Now, Jonah, the book of Jonah doesn't come out and say this, but Nineveh is a bad place to be. Throughout the scriptures, Nineveh is, is, is a total godless society. There's a lot of evil that's going on there. So in Jonah's mind, he's saying, Lord, aren't you supposed to punish these people? Aren't they supposed to, as we like to say, get what they deserve? Why am I going out here? Why are you calling me to do this? This is always a great candidate's sermon because, you know, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up in the core, they they would love to use Jonah as, hey, if you don't do what God says, you get thrown out in the ocean and something could happen to you. And everybody comes up to the front and says, yes, I want to serve God. But it's also a reminder that in Jonah's mind, these these people, they weren't they supposed to be punished for their sins? And yet he says, salvation is from the Lord. So I think maybe for Jonah, it hits him. You know what? All of us should be punished for our sins. There, you know, Jesus was asked, or he was called good teacher, and then he turned around and said, now you call me good, but only God is good. In your situation today, I know it's important that we, we always want to ask, why, do, why does bad things happen to good people? You know what? I can give you that answer. None of us are good. Not a one of us. Bad things happen to everyone. And yet we are reminded that our salvation, our, the goodness of God flows from the fact that Jesus took on our evil desires. He took on our sinful ways. When we say Jesus died for our sins, yes. But even more so, the Bible reminds us Jesus became sin. Salvation is from the lord there is not a one of us in here this morning that can raise their hand and say the reason i'm saved is because i did fill in the blank one preacher once said the minute you ask someone why are you going to heaven and they say because i they've missed the point salvation is of the lord it is not anything that we can do these pe- the, the, the people of Nineveh were miraculously saved. They repented because God used this, this man who thought that they deserved what they were going to get and he reminded him or God reminded Jonah that Jonah's salvation is from me. The Lord commanded the fish and it spit Jonah onto dry land. Eventually, your season of darkness will end. Sometimes, I, as I go through appointments, I see people in various situations. Some people I see, they are, you know, they don't have a care in the world. They're doing well. Some people I see them, they're in a very dark place. Some of them are getting out of it. Some of them seem to be going in it. And what I'm reminded is your season will end. Whatever season you're in, good or bad, is going to end. One person once said, What's the one phrase that you could use? For every season in life. And he said, This too shall pass. Friends, if you're going through a dark time, if you're going if you feel like Jonah, where you're in the pit, and yet here comes the holidays where you're told to be happy and joyful, well, you can still be joyful. But I want you to understand something your season will end. The season of darkness ended for Jonah when he came to the realization that there wasn't a place, even in a fish, that Jesus, that God couldn't hear him, that God wasn't near him. I'm reminded in the book of Isaiah when, when God says, you know what, uh, when you're in the waters, you won't drown. When you're in the fire, you won't be burned. I will be with you. I'll see you through. Friends, God is saying to us during this time, this season, this wonderful season of the year, don't get me wrong, we have much to thank God for. But friends, there, there's going to be days and seasons in life when you're going to have to make yourself be thankful. Because that's going to keep you God-centered. That's going to keep you uh, where, where you, you realize you have heaven's eyesight, if you will. Because if we look around today... It's easy to pick apart all the things that are wrong. Uh, One pastor said, if you want to find something wrong with this church, you'll find it. If you want to find something good about it, you'll find that too. Where's your perspective this morning? Are you someone that looks around for things to be thankful for or to criticize? You know, I I can never find anywhere in the scriptures where God gave anybody the spirit of criticism. Right? Right? We, we should encourage one another. When someone's in a dark place, we need to encourage them. We need to let them know, I'm here for you. I may not can answer all your problems. I, cannot, I may not be able to meet every need, but I can let you know I'm here. Yes, we have Jesus. He's always our constant companion. But friends, we need to understand we need one another. You know, Jonah wasn't alone in the fish. God could hear him. God was there. God is saying to you and I today, I want you to know that I'm here. I want you to know that in every circumstance you can give thanks because the Scriptures tell us to do that. Scripture tells us that in all things, give thanks. Give thanks in all circumstances. In all circumstances. It's not saying that you you and I will have to give thanks for every circumstance. But even in the midst of every situation we go through, Excuse me. Every situation we can give thanks because we are to be a thankful people. You know, that's one of the things that distinguishes believers from unbelievers. It's the idea that we're not thankful because everything goes well, we're thankful in all circumstances. We're thankful when it rains, we're thankful when the sun shines. We're, we're we're so thankful. We make people sick because they will look and say, "Why are you giving thanks right now? Why, and, and with everything going on, how could you be thankful?" Because we have this supernatural power given to us by God that we have the ability. Because we have heaven's eyesight, we have heaven's perspective that says, "Yes, we can still give thanks. We give thanks in all circumstances." Why? Because we, are, we know the promise of Romans chapter 8 that in all things God works together for, the, uh, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. If you believe that's true for your life, you can give thanks in all circumstances. Jonah in the belly of a whale or a fish, whatever you want to call it, he was able eventually to say, you know what, Lord? You're still God. And I'm not going to put my faith in worthless idols. I'm going to put my faith, and I'm going to sacrifice to you with a voice of thanksgiving. Sometimes, friends, the voice of thanksgiving is a sacrifice. Because everything in you, everything around you may be saying, you, you have a lot that you should complain about. Look at your life. You know, in fact, when you look at Job, that's what Job was told. Job was told, curse God and die. And then his friends came around, his, his friends, and they said, you know what? Maybe you've done something wrong. Maybe you've sinned. Maybe, maybe there, there's something in your life. But you know what? The, the amazing thing is that when everything was turned upside down for Job, the scripture said that in all of this, he never sinned. Friends, when we're going through a dark time, when we're going through a, a season in our life where maybe it's difficult for us to give thanks, that's when we need to give thanks the most. That's when people are looking at us going, you know what, I think this will decide whether or not I believe if their faith is real. And God gives us the strength to continue, in in spite of everything going on, to give thanks, to be grateful, to count our blessings. Because friends, if we don't, If you stop being grateful, what happens is you allow the root of bitterness to grow in your heart. And before you know it, you're no longer grateful, you're no longer thankful, you have no joy, and you're bitter. And that is not what God calls us to. He calls us to be grateful. He calls us to say, you know what, And you can give thanks in in spite of everything. You can give thanks through all circumstances, in all circumstances, because God is with us. I'm going to invite Evangeline, if you will, to play on the piano. Um, Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Why ultimately? Because he's given Jesus Christ. What's the Bible say? That in Christ we have everything we need. Everything. If you are a child of God today... Ultimately, there is nothing that you lack. Nothing. This isn't about getting the, the, having the newest of everything. You know, Christmas is, is here and you start shopping for gifts or you're going online and you're, you're finding what new things to buy someone. And that's all fun and, and, and it's great, but, but please don't miss the true uh, part of this season is that you've already been given the greatest thing you could be given. Which is a relationship with Christ. I don't know where you are in your spiritual walk with the Lord. Maybe you're not in a dark place. Maybe you heard this sermon and you thought, you know what, that's not me. Then you can thank God. Because this too shall pass. But maybe today you are in a dark place. Maybe things aren't going the way you wanted. Maybe you thought after COVID 2020, hey, it'll be better this year. And it's not this too shall pass. This season will come to an end and you will look back and realize God was still worthy. I could still be grateful. Maybe that's your testimony. Maybe you'll look back and you'll say, you know what, through through all of this, I could still give thanks. Because when we do that, when we're giving thanks in hard times, in a dark place, we're cultivating in our own hearts uh, a place where God's love and joy can grow, not where roots of bitterness can grow. So as she sing, as she plays this song, I would invite you to come, and you pray. Maybe you're coming to thank God. Maybe you're coming to say, Lord, help me help me to thank you through all of this.